Do you think that classical music is not for you and you don't know where to start? Or maybe you're a fan already and would welcome a fresh approach. You've come to the right place. Perfect pitch is for everyone, beginners or experts, whatever your age. Lend Nick Healy Hutchinson your ears for his weekly dose of classical music that will enrich your life. After more than 60 episodes, I'm conscious that Alice's dulcet introduction needs revising and updating for those of you who are kind enough to be regulars. So we're working on that. Many of you have commented on her mellifluous voice, so I promise you it's not going away. Music and information is so easily accessible these days that it's sometimes easy to forget that back in the late 18th century, the only way you could get to listen to the likes of Beethoven and Mozart was to actually turn up at the concert. So maybe we should have a little sample of how it might have sounded. Mozart's 15th piano concerto, now widely regarded as one of his more tricky ones for the soloist, and with quite a lot of hard work for the woodwind as well, was written in 1784. If you'd been around for its first performance when Mozart himself was a soloist, you would have heard a very different instrument to the one we are used to hearing today, an instrument then called the forte piano. Let's listen to the first movement, the Allegro, here played by Robert Levin, accompanied by Christopher Hogwood and the Academy of Ancient Music, and about halfway through, I'll do my best to conclude the movement by attempting to seamlessly morph a more modern recording with Mallory Pariah and the English Chamber Orchestra.
Considering I'm on my own and not in some swanky studio with all sorts of unintelligible gizmos at my disposal, I think that little experiment worked rather well. And I'm sure you'll agree with me that the soft impact which the hammers make on the piano strings are considerably easier on the ear. A few weeks ago I spoke about how Handel had written some 60 operas and 30 oratorios. His most famous oratorio is probably Samson, first performed in 1743, and in it the aria Let the Bright Seraphim is a piece which is often sung as a standalone number. Many of you will recognise it as being sung at the wedding of Diana Spencer and the then Prince Charles in 1981. The aria is about an Israelite woman who is summoning the heavens to celebrate Samson's victory over the Philistines. This recording of Let the Bright Seraphim features Kathleen Battle with Wynton Marsalis on the trumpet adding an extra flair. They are joined by the Orchestra of St Luke's conducted by John Nelson. Do you do? 
19th of October next week marks the 35th anniversary of the death at just 42 of one of the greatest cellists who ever lived, Jacqueline Dupre. She had endured a particularly virulent strain of multiple sclerosis, a condition I have carried for some 20 years. It's a pretty miserable thing, there's no denying that, but at the same time there are moments of real humour and fun, which are thrown at you as a direct consequence of the disease. Nigel Bartram, who also has MS, has spoken to plenty of others to hear of their amusing anecdotes, and has collated these stories in his book called MS, A Funny Thing, well, Sometimes. It's true what they say about laughter being the best medicine. So if you want to get an alternative insight into this condition, and know that all the proceeds go to MS Charities, the book is available in audio format or paperback on Amazon. To commemorate this anniversary, I want to return to Beethoven's third cello sonata, the first movement of which we heard in a recent podcast, and to its last movement. It opens with a slow introduction, before launching into a boisterous finish, both parts working their socks off. Once again, it's Daniel Barenboim with his wife, Jacqueline Dupre.
Let's finish today's podcast with a boisterous mood by moving forward about a hundred years to Jean Sibelius and one of his most famous and loved works. It's the Karelia Suite and the Alamasha in the style of a march. It's a great tune and a fabulous pick-me-up. It's played here by the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra, conducted by Charles McCarris.
it for now. Thank you for listening to Perfect Pitch with Nick Healy Hutchinson. He'll be back again next week with some more treasures for you, so please do join him then. And you can subscribe to this podcast by clicking on the link below.